Hey there, welcome back to the Bloom Wild podcast. Hope you're having a good week. Um, this is the Monday before Thanksgiving, so we have a lot of preparations going on, but also a little more free time since we're not doing formal school lessons. Um, so I hope that that you're excited for Thanksgiving and looking forward to it. And as I jump into sharing a few more thoughts with you guys, I wanted to share that I don't plan to talk only about homes um, and I don't plan to talk only about small homes, but that's just one topic that seems to really touch people's hearts when I speak on it. So it's important to me to share about that when I see a need. However, I would say that homes are really just a place where all life occurs. So any topic in life can really be discussed under the canopy of home. But today I kind of wanted to talk about my thoughts for how I would really move forward with the podcast. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because I had this discussion with my husband where I was asking him if he thought that me continually talking about small homes and and the challenges and the blessings and how to do it was actually a form of me being discontent. The fact that I have to keep talking about it or I continually talk about it. And we kind of talked about that and worked through it and um, it, it brought up this idea for me that anytime I discuss it, what I always want to discuss is the perspective and the practical, because when I'm in a state of really having a good perspective, I can overlook all those things. And, um, that bother me sometimes about my home. And I, and I can say to myself, man, why are you even thinking about this? It's just so silly. Does it really matter? Um, But then I also live in the practical. I also walk on the the floors that are falling apart. And I also have to scrub the cabinets that sometimes peel off, little pieces peel off as I'm scrubbing them. And that's a very real experience. So I kind of want to blend those things where, yes, we should have a right perspective. And yes, the ultimate goal is that we aren't bothered and we do have a continually right perspective. But as we're living in this practical world and in reality, there will be things that come up that challenge that perspective and that maybe shift our focus from that right perspective. So my purpose for this is not to have us um, dwelling on the negatives of our homes or continually thinking that we are suffering or anything of that sort. The purpose is just to help us to stay in that place of how do we have the right perspective and what are some practical things as well that we can do when we are maybe tempted to be negative or feel negative about it. So there are a few things I wanted to talk about today that kind of connect with that. And you're probably going to hear my kids in the background because as you know, my house is small (laughs) and they're here. Um, so I want us to remember that the truth is really important and truth affects our reality and we shouldn't let it be vice versa. So that means that even if our reality is that our house is old and small, we cannot let that change what the truth is, which is that God is good. His plan for us is best and that we are blessed. So that's just an example. There's many other truths that could apply, of course, but just for an example. So remembering that truth is always the most important thing. And that's 
scripture is going to help us a lot in these areas. Okay, so in addition to that, um, I think it's important to remember the difference between joy and happiness or joy and enjoyment. So I might not enjoy the fact that my laundry room's outside and all the dust from the backyard flies in there. I actually just mopped it today. Um, and it's funny because I mopped it, but it's like peeling old linoleum. I can see the wood underneath it. There's like a hole that goes down to the ground, but I mopped it. I cleaned it. Um, and I don't enjoy that. That's the way it is necessarily, but I can have joy still in that situation. So that's kind of a distinguishing feature there. Something I think that's important for us to work on. Um, and then I kind of wanted to also talk about this idea of perspective and just how important it really is because Satan will use anything to distract us from Jesus and he'll use our homes, whether they're really nice and fancy and we're obsessed with decorating them or remodeling them or whatever it is, or if they're small or worn or bothering us, um, he'll use those things to distract us from Jesus. But instead, if we are distracted from those things by focusing on Jesus, how much better would that be? So I just want to say that again, Satan wants us distracted from Jesus. He'll use our homes, whether they're nice and huge or small and worn to distract us. But instead, let's be so distracted by Jesus, by how good he is, by how we can live for him, that the thoughts about our home, the feelings about our home really take the back seat. We're focused on that so much more that we don't have time to be worried about all these other things. Now, with that being said, of course, you have to clean your house. You have to cook in it. You have to live in it. All those things are very real. So um, if I don't know if you're like me, but if you are like me, I tend to get very easily caught up in like these beautiful ideals and beautiful quotes. Like I can read a quote about a home being wonderful or beautiful. And it can just give me all the good feelings. I mean, I'll cry. I'm like, yes, this is so true. I love it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And then I feel great and I feel like I can do anything and my house is fine and I'll just live here forever and it's perfectly okay. But then, you know, reality can come crashing in and it's hard to stay in that feeling. So I do have some practical tips for having a good perspective um, because you have to continually work on that perspective until it becomes really your habit or your overall feeling. So that that can take time. I try to tell myself sometimes when I see women or meet women who seem to really have a great perspective and always have these wonderful pieces of advice, like I think, I mean, I want to be like that. And then I remember that they might not have been that way all the time. It might've taken a lot of years, um, maybe some tears and struggles to make them that way and to shape them into someone who has a good perspective all the time. So there are some methods I use to do that. So just a couple, I'm not going to tell you everything I do right now, but I talked about this on another podcast I was on. Um, one of the things I do they're kind of, it's like kind of two opposite pieces of advice. One is to look like really big, really big. So like, instead of looking at all the things that are bothering me, I shift my focus away from that. And I just don't, I don't focus on it. 
I don't look at it because I know where that road leads. I, I see one thing that bothers me and then I see something else that bothers me. And it's one thing if it's something that's messy because you can just go clean it. But if it's something that you cannot change, that's a really bad path to go down. So don't do that. Instead, look outside, go outside, go on a walk, go somewhere else. I mean, you leave your house and you go somewhere beautiful for a hike. And the last thing you're thinking about is, is your house. So maybe you need like a change of scenery. You need to go do something else. Um, or you can think really big in the sense of thinking about the world at large and just thinking about how much of the world lives in a different circumstance than you and probably a circumstance that is not as good. So kind of these big picture thoughts can help take me out of myself and my own little struggles, which though they feel valid when put into proper perspective, you realize they're kind of silly. So that can help me. And then the opposite of that is sometimes I'll hyper-focus. So what that means is instead of hyper-focusing on the things I don't like, I hyper-focus on something wonderful. So for me, that could be a stream of light pouring through a window, just like at the exact right time of day. That's so beautiful. Um, it could be a picture on the wall that I just love. That's my favorite. It can be a candle lit while I'm cooking dinner or even just listening to my kids play. We're sitting outside and, and observing the view that I have from my home. So a hyper focus on small little details that are beautiful or wonderful can be really helpful for me. And then one last general tip that I would love to share is that when I'm really getting to a place where I know my mindset is not good, I try to fill my mind with things that are good. So that means podcasts, scriptures, books, things that I know are going to tell me truth, like I was saying in the beginning, um, and going to keep me on track with the right kinds of thoughts. So if I'm not able to tell myself the right kind of thoughts, I'll listen to people who have the wisdom to do so. So I want to end with a few of those types of things, just some encouragement from other people that might help you to keep a good perspective. Um, one is a quote I heard a long time ago from Paul David Tripp. And he said this, there simply aren't any grand or many grand moments in life. And we surely don't live in those moments. No, we live in the utterly mundane. We exist in the bathrooms, bedrooms, living rooms, and hallways of life. This is where the character of our life is set. This is where we live the life of faith. So I love that quote because it's just a reminder that all the main part of our life is really a lot of just basic things. And so that's okay. That's good. And that's normal. And so remembering that can help us not to feel so overwhelmed if things seem mundane or repetitive um, or difficult. And then let's see. The other one that I was going to share with you was just, you've probably heard it, um, but it's a Laura Ingalls Wilder, Wilder quote. and it just talks about the simple things in life really being kind of the beautiful things in life. And I think that you guys have heard some of her quotes before. And you know what? Actually, I can't find it right now. Um, but it's just the idea that it's the sweet, simple things of life. I think she says that are the important things, um, the beautiful things, the wonderful things. And I think if we can remember that also those sweet, simple things, we won't worry so much about big, grand things. And then the last one actually 
it's kind of funny, but I had read this last one before. Um, and then I was listening to a sermon by my brother and he, he told the story, which I have forgotten. And it's been, I've been using the point of the story in my mind throughout the last week, but it's a story that Charles Spurgeon told in one of his books. He has a book called morning and evening and it's in there. And I had read it a long time ago, but it's a story about a woman who has not much at all, you know, shabby circumstances. And she has like bread to eat. That's kind of it. And she sits down to say her thanks and looks at her bed and just says, what's all this and Jesus too? And I keep using that last phrase, all this and Jesus too, when I start to feel frustrated by what I might have or not have. I just say to myself, all this and Jesus too, because truly, if we have Jesus, um, we have more than we deserve and we are blessed beyond measure and that is the best thing to have. So I hope that this was encouraging to you and kind of gives you an idea of where I'd like to go with the podcast. I really, truly hope to have other people on. I don't consider myself an expert in this. I consider myself a learner and someone who's making mistakes all the time, but I just really feel that the Lord wants me to talk on it and and help other people so we can kind of come together. So perspective and practical perspective and practical. Those are the two areas that I really want to blend together so that we can keep our minds on the right thing, on the truth, have a right perspective about the things that are happening in our lives, our homes. Um, and we can kind of take that with us into our practical living. And I can also share just tips from myself and other people for what do you do when, or how do you do this? And we'll kind of blend those things together. And I think it's actually a great gift that God has given us a world where there's practical things, but we can also use our perspective to make simple things spectacular and mundane things meaningful. So I hope that you go forward to Thanksgiving and have a wonderful time. Welcome people in, no matter what your home is like, just focus on the spirit of the home. And remember when you're saying thanks to say all this and Jesus too. Bye. Did you? Yes, you can.